Welcome. It's a little extra Lambo coming to you live from the palatial palace of the South Hill Studios, Spokane, Washington. Dun, 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 dun. What a great show I just recorded. Um, I've got a great friend of mine. Her name is Tia Vesser, uh, the number one ranked in her age bracket, uh, number one ranked CrossFitter in the world. Um, last year she was given that ranking and then 24 hours later, Instagram posted that the CrossFit games were canceled. Therefore she wasn't able to compete. And in the last two years, she went from fourth to, to yeah, fourth to number one. And it was one of her coaches said, Hey, you should probably compete in the games. And She's like, yeah, right, well, you know, but she did it and did awesome. And then uh, two years later, number one in the freaking world. I mean, that's just awesome. So we talk with uh, Miss Tia Vesser. She is from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. You can check her out at CrossFit.com. Um, there's uh, different leaderboards. After May 6th, there will be a tracking for the leaderboard for her age group, 50 to 55 or I'm sorry, 50 to 54, you can track her like that, or else you can go to the little compass search bar, type in her name, and it'll bring it all up. Um, you can follow along um, at CrossFit Coeur d'Alene. That's on Instagram as well as Facebook. They do um, all of the pictures and how everybody's doing and all that stuff on there. So great, great show. Um, and then we're going to have her back on after the CrossFit Games, which are the last week of July, held in Madison, Wisconsin. And I know I'm pulling for her. I know that this this area is pulling for her as well. And I couldn't be more proud. Um, we've played softball together several times. And when you go to ask her again, she's she's got something going on. She's got this now that she's dedicated to. And, you know, she's a tough woman to pin down. So, But her she talks about her schedule. So... Um, I hope you enjoy. Um, what do we have coming up here to plug? We've got uh, Mike Boyle on the Hotcast One Radio podcast coming up. The Spokane Indians are going to start uh, May 4th. Um, MSBL, uh, the Inland Northwest Men's Baseball League, has a tryout uh, coming up on Sunday. So that will be – no, that will be over. Because this won't be po- this won't be released until after that. So the tryouts would have been last Sunday, um, and then the season coming up. If you still want to play, come and register on the board, and maybe there's a team looking for some players. Uh, Playhardball.org is the website. Register on there saying you want to play, and there might be a team that's needing another player. You never know. But more players, uh, more teams, more games, yada yada yada. It's it's a lot of fun. So, um, without further ado, I think that's all I got to do to plug. Uh, remember, follow, subscribe, download the shows, and that's the best way for us to track all those all those little numbers that we have. So, um, subscribe. That way you'll get the update and the notification when the show is released. Download the show, and then when you're done, just un-download it, delete it. It's all free. It's all for your listening pleasure. So without further ado, I give you Tia Vesser. 
need my microphone. Hello, Hello. Mastia. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I uh, was Good. just sitting here in front of the computer uh, checking some things out, and then I went to talk, and my microphone uh-huh. was all the way on the other side of the studio. So. Oh no! I had to plug God, it in. in the it, it it is uh, it's official as it's gonna get. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, I got you. Yeah. So how are how are you doing? Good, good. Just you know, living the dream over here in Coeur Kind of, you know, things been tricky with school this year, and just you know, learning new life lessons. I guess almost every day with the whole. You know, like everybody else is. And you teach uh, physical education at I um, do. Coeur d'Alene High School? At, nope, Canfield Middle School, which Canfield is about Middle two school. blocks away. So I teach oh. yep, PE and uh, weightlifting. Okay. Are they able to do yeah. those things with COVID, even though you are in, in Idaho, which is a little more open than Washington is? Yep. Yep. You know, this is, we've only been back in school five days a week for a couple weeks now, but we still had math in school. They were a little more, um, uh, what's the, flexible, I guess would be a word in the gym. Cause if they're exercising and moving, they can take it down to breathe heavy and exercise and all that kind of stuff. So we're, it's a little more, um, eased in the gym. So that's been nice for the kids. Awesome. That's good. I know our, my yeah. kids are two days a week and then every other Friday. So we're hoping that. And what, what school district is that? Um, district 81 over here in Spokane. Okay. Are all the districts like that? Like, like um, that or are they all on their own? The Central Valley School District, I think this Monday, just started every day. So they're in school all day long with the same, they got to wear masks and distancing and stuff like that, but they haven't, they haven't proven any cases to be transmitted. So they open it up for the, Mm -hmm. for every day. So we're kind of hoping that ours will do the same because they've talked about it, but I don't know if it, if it's gone any further than that. Gotcha. Huh? Yeah. It's funny how, you know, 20 minutes away is so different. What do you, uh, what, what all do you get to do with your kids? With mine, we can do um, almost anything, like all the, you know, we usually, like our class starts out with anything kind of fitness related. We do like fitness stuff first and then our units, but in our weightlifting class, we got everything. We got rigs in there, you know, squatting rigs and fencing and we built some clean platforms. So they're in there doing that. And um, we have some bikes and some rolling machines for some cardio stuff. And so we get to do just about anything we want in there. How important is the weight training and this physical activity to the kids with what every, with everything that's going on? Oh my God. It's, you know, I just think for me, it gives them an outlet, you know, to just, it's just different. You know, when you're sitting in a classroom and you're doing work on paper or reading, I mean, I, I feel like some kids love that and I get that, but being in a weight room and just being able to expel some energy and then the confidence that they get, it's just different. Like it's one thing to, to teach them how to move and teach them how to lift and that's great. But the confidence that comes out of some of those kids when they learn what it's like to be strong, 
by the end of the semester. It's just, it's, that's my favorite part. Like, it's just amazing to me the difference in their attitude when they, when they came in to when they leave. It's just, it's the best thing for those middle schoolers to see their confidence. And it's just, it's awesome. I've coached little league baseball for, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And I love when kids say, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't, Mm -hmm. I I don't even want to try. I Mm -hmm. can't do it. And then by the end of the, of the season, they're doing it without even thinking about it. And for me as a coach, I'm sure it's the same thing for you. They're saying, I I don't want to do this. I can't do this. It's, it's too much. Yeah. And then they start doing it. Yeah. How are yeah. your How are your and kids? Then they just uh, know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How are your kids uh, progressing? Is there? Do you guys have have uh, you know different requirements you got to meet, or is there like a, a goals chart? There is. Like we give them a, uh, you know, they actually don't get in the weight room for about two weeks because we do like safety checks and technique work and show them how to spot each other and you know all that kind of stuff. But once they get in there, we give them a sheet that's kind of like their semester grade. They just keep it in their folder for the entire year. Um, and it has the weights on there and they test out with us. Um, and we just go through, they can check off weights or reps. So we, they always move up in weight. And then when they get to a sticky point, like we wanted to do 10 squats at a certain weight or 10 bench press at a certain weight. And once they reach that benchmark, they can move up five pounds. And then they might get stuck there and they can only do eight reps. They can't move up and wait until they can get 10 reps. We don't do, like in the middle school, we don't do any max lifts. No, like not a one rep or a three rep or anything like that. We go for technique and repetitions. And so they follow this chart all semester long. And I have some kids right now that, you know, they're squatting 185, which is, you know, huge for some of those middle schoolers and benching 135 already. And so they can just see where they started. And then they see where they're at now, and it's just cool for them to look in that folder and compare with each other. And how many did you get at this weight? And I'm at this weight, and they just cheer, cheer each other on, and they love to watch each other lift. And it's it's pretty cool for them to be able to track their progress and see how far they've come. Do you show them? Do you do you grab the weights and they go they go Miss Tia Miss Tia show us how to do this? Um, you know, every once in a while we do, uh, I'll show them something, but I don't, I don't get into any, I don't do any advanced moves. We're not going to do anything that's getting anybody hurt, but every once in a while they'll ask me like, what's your wonder up on this, on your clean and jerk and how much can you squat? And, you know, we'll do something or they'll challenge me to, um, you know, like a pull up contest or something like that. So every once in a while we'll kind of get into it, but not very often because I don't, I don't want them comparing what I can do now versus they don't see where I started. Yeah. They just see what I do now. They don't know that, you know, five years ago I couldn't do a pull up and I had to use a band under my feet to get up to that pull up bar. And so I like, I don't want to see them to see what I can do now. I'd like to see them, let them see me struggle a little bit. So we'll try some new things together every once in a while. So they see, you know, I have a starting place too. I don't, I didn't get here by luck, you know? And that was the next thing I was going to bring up. So right now, oh. right now, okay, we're, mm-hmm. I, I have you on to talk about CrossFit because you're kind of a badass. Mm-hmm. And, and I've told <laughs> you that before uh, without your, your number one in the world ranking, 
uh, for 2020. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that was, uh, you know, the next day you saw your Instagram post, which I'll, I'll ask you about, but where Mm -hmm. did you start? How did you, you know, I just want to know how, where did you start? Where it all began, where it all began. Um, yeah, you know, there was a group of us, there's about 10 of us that were going to do a tough mutter together. And one of the guys in the group, um, said, and we were all kind of training for it. It was about two or three months out and we thought we, you know, we should probably practice some things. And he said, Hey, I belong to a CrossFit gym. Does anybody want to come? It's bring a friend for free day on Saturday. And out of our whole group, I said, absolutely. I want to try it. And so that next Saturday I went with him and there was just something about it. When I walked in the gym, what was happening in the, it just hooked me as soon as I walked in, like how hard people were working and all the different levels. It didn't matter what somebody was doing, whether it was a scaled movement or a big, a big lift. Like there were some people lifting barbells with no weight on it. Some people lifting really heavy. Some people riding a bike, some people doing pull-ups some people doing ring rows. I mean, you could just see everybody with the same intention, but doing different things to get there. And I just loved the vibe in there, how hard everybody was working, even though they were all at their own level. And it was just, it was really cool to watch. And then I got a great workout out of, out of it. And everybody was so nice and um, friendly and encouraging and, in that moment, I was just kind of stuck. I couldn't do half the things they were doing, but I was I was in it. Were you going to the gym before that, doing any any running, any physical activity before this, or was this like um, a new thing for you? CrossFit was completely new. I had always lifted weights. Like in high school, I was in I was in some weightlifting classes, and we had a great coach, um, Ed Troxel, who is legendary. Um, like U of I football coach and um, just legendary in his lifting. And it started in high school. My brother was in a weightlifting class and I was mad. I was a little irritated that there were no girls in this class. So I just went up to the like to have some, why can't we have any girls in that class? Have some just all your football players. And he said, you know, I don't know. No girls have ever asked. And then the next year I was in his class and it was, I was the only one for a while. And then my senior year, we had about five of us girls lifting. And I think from there, it just kind of stuck because I was always the big girl, you know, and I just always wanted to, I was never the tiny little petite thing. Um, I figured I better do something with this body. And so I started lifting there. So I've always kind of lifted and been athletic and liked athletics. Um, but CrossFit was new. It's that's a whole new animal there. I mean, it's one thing to go to a regular gym and just plan out your own workouts and kind of work at your pace and do some dumbbell curls or do some bench press. But, when you put it in action and um, you're working on a clock or how many times can you do this in a certain amount of time and you're competing against other people who are pushing you, it's, it's a whole different beat. But I'd never done that. You want to explain what, what actually CrossFit is? Uh, sure. I mean, well, as best as I can, um, you know, it, it can incorporate anything like there's, cardio in it like biking rowing um running and then there's lifting there's a lot of different barbell movements like clean and jerks or the snatch or squats a lot of front squats um and then you have gymnastic pieces too you'll have pull-ups chest-to-bar pull-ups 
you'll have things called bar muscle-ups or ring muscle-ups um, that are pretty gymnastics-heavy, um, handstand walking or handstand push-ups. So programmers will incorporate any kind of movements they want, you know, out of all, this whole range of, you know, cardio, barbell, or gymnastics-type things, and piece them together, and then they'll um, plan different workouts with them. It could be what they would call a triplet, where you might have handstand push-ups, front squats, and burpees over bar, which is you have to do a burpee on the floor and then jump over that bar that you just did front squats with. And maybe you have to do certain rounds, as many as you can in 20 minutes. Or it might be the same movements, and it'll say, um, for time, maybe you'd have to do 21, 15, 9, meaning 21 of all three of those things, 15 of all of them, and 9 of all of them, and try to do it as fast as you can. And you're competing against different people at the gym. So, you know, they can have so many different ways of programming them and so many different movements that they can put into it. So you really have to be, I mean, if you want to compete at a CrossFit level, you got to be pretty balanced in all the things. You know, you can't just be strong and be able to lift a barbell. You have to, you better have your lungs in shape and you better be able to work around a pull-up bar too. You used to do the Ironman competitions. You did seven, seven or eight? I did. uh, Well, I, I, pretty convinced it's seven my son always tells me i did eight but i i can't remember eight so i'm pretty sure it's seven what's the difference between i mean uh, what's the difference physically between the iron man to what you do for crossfit physically well i think you know how can i put it iron man is grueling i mean it is a long day but it is constant training that just feels monotonous you know you have those three um key events that you got to work on your swim your bike your run so it's just kind of a year-long process of just honing in the skills for those three things you know so physically that's what you're doing and to me you know Ironman feels obviously a lot more endurance wise and kind of cardio whereas um CrossFit is just so much more varied so many different things involved with it and it's so meticulous like you can be strong but if you don't have the technique to pull a good snatch um, or a good clean and jerk then I don't care how strong you are if if you don't have the technique you're just not going to get it you know so there's always something to work on whereas like I said I think Ironman was just specific and it got a little monotonous for me sometimes Um, whereas CrossFit, you're never going to be great at every single thing. So there's always something to get better at. Always, a, There's always a weakness in your back pocket that you better pull out and go, you know what? I better work on that today. I'm, I'm looking at your CrossFit stats right now. You uh-huh. started out in 2015. <clears throat> how, how competitive mm-hmm. were you in 2015, 2016, did you go to the games or was this, is this record that I'm looking at your overall ranking? Is that just what you were doing in Coeur d'Alene there at the gym? Uh, yeah, 2015 and 16, you're probably just looking at the gym. I didn't compete at all. I don't think I even touched a competition floor until about 2018. And that was just a friend of mine saying, I don't think you know what you have. Cause 
at our gym, we didn't have people my age um, really doing it too much. Like we had pe- people my age working out, but not in a competitive atmosphere. And that's just to say I worked out with um, some of the people out of our gym that were on regional teams, and they went to competitions. And so I worked out a lot with them just because I really enjoyed their energy. Um, but for the first two or three years, I didn't compete at all. And then finally, one of those uh, regional athletes said, um, you need to go compete somewhere and just see how you do and get a feel for it. And I, I think you're going to do better than you think. And I didn't have a lot of confidence. So like I said, I'm, I was working out with people half my age. Like they were in their 20s, mid-20s, and traveling around competing as a team together. And they were one spot away from making it to the game. So that's who I was training with. So I didn't really have very much confidence because they would kick my butt, you know, those first few years. Did and you then, believe him when you said yeah, that? that? Did, did you believe him? I I really didn't. I got to be honest. I didn't. I thought they were just kind of being nice. But, you know, every once in a while, I would beat one of them at something. You know, like so because of the Ironman training, I have pretty good endurance and I can mentally stay in a workout for a long time. So we call it kind of just living in the shit. If I could, you know, uh, say that on the air with you, but yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, um, I can I I can sit in the shit for a long time. So if it's a twenty minute grueling workout, I can sit in it. Where a lot of people mentally check out and they're like, nope, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Does that come um, from your days in the Ironman? So it does. I I really I think Ironman a lot. Like mentally, it prepared me for long grueling workouts because there were a lot of days I was out on a bike ride for six hours or I'd be out on a run for four hours and you got to get your you got to keep your head in it or you're just going to lose it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um I was I'm pretty good at the longer ones and every once in a while I would beat them so um I had some confidence in that I really didn't know how I would compare to other people my age but then I went um to my first competition and I ended up winning I mean that the last event I was in second or third place going into the last event and the last event I did well enough to come out on top and I accidentally won my first event. And so that I ever competed at. So, um, from there I just thought, well, I might as well give this a shot because I, I really liked it. What, what was the difference in your training from 2019 to 2020? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I just honed in on a lot of my, like I said earlier, you always have a weakness. And so I just wrote out all my goals, like what my strengths were and what my weaknesses were and what my goals were for 2020 and what I needed to do. So, um, and I knew that my gymnastics were the things that I um, needed the most work on. So I just asked around and luckily I found a really good CrossFit gymnastics coach and I started working with her. And God bless her. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been at the games and I wouldn't have finished where I would last year. Um, Cause she nailed it. She, she knew what I needed. And she was also great at like when I would get down on myself, she would have me do mental work. Like she would have me journaling um, positive, you know, about things and um, positive about workouts, what went well, what didn't go well, what can we work on on this one? Um, if she, if she was a game changer, like, her initially, she she was it. She was it for me that got me to where I needed to be. Do you want to do you want to give her a but plug? But he is, like I said, he did. Yeah, 
Okay, so her name is Mel. She works at uh, Wildman CrossFit. She's a different CrossFit over here in Coeur d'Alene. Um, cause, oh, see, I ask her all the time, and I've been with her for a couple of years now. Kajur, Kajur is her husband's last name. Well, her last name too. It's this fancy French name. Okay. C-A-C-I-E-R, but it's like Kajé, Kajur. Kajé. Kajur. Uh, yeah, something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm brutally messing that up. I know it. It's all right. My name gets butchered too. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mid-roll read. Crave eats, drinks, and nightlife. Downtown Spokane. They've updated some items on the menu. Come check out the all-new B-L-A-T. Bacon, lettuce, fried avocado, and tomato. This comes with a side of fries or tots. Also, dive into the crispy fried buffalo cauliflower. Yes, I did say cauliflower, and yes, they are amazing. Crave Eats, downtown Spokane. At 2020, you were announced that you were ranked number one in the world. What were what were your emotions? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Even you asking me that puts butterflies in my stomach again. Because I just, I don't think it's necessarily the day that I heard I was number one. I just knew how much work it took to get there. And it just made all of that work so worth it. You know what I mean? And all the people that would work out with me. And there's not necessarily somebody that was following my particular training program, but every once in a while I'd be down in the, you know, I'd be at the gym working out by myself while a class was doing their whole thing. And somebody would come down and, Hey, what are you doing today? And can I work out with you? Hey, do you need a partner today? And, you know, so I have random people at the gym, which I love our gym. I mean, everybody is so awesome. And so I'd have, you know, guest appearances kind of, so to speak, of people coming down to work out with me and then the coaches, but it's, when I heard that I was number one, it just made me think of all of them because I, I honestly would not have if it wasn't for that gym and those people that pushed me all the time and, you know, the, the confidence that they gave me to be there. It's just my thoughts were overwhelming towards them. And I know I should feel more, I don't know, I, I want to be selfish and just say I was number one in the world and, you know, it's a big deal that, it wasn't really. It was the it was the time it took to get there and the people that helped me get there that it just it it makes my heart so happy that they all got a part of that too. Well it's pretty it was, amazing. It was pretty dang cool. Yeah, pretty Thanks. amazing in three years to no two years time, you went from hey, you should mm-hmm. probably compete to now two years mm-hmm. later being number one in the world i mean that's that just shows just how dedicated number one how dedicated you are but two just the raw mm-hmm. talent that was just sitting there yeah yeah i guess thank you i mean i i, I guess i wouldn't think of, wouldn't have thought of it that way but yeah i guess at any age you know uh you never know when you're gonna figure out where your talents might be you know, I mean, I'm 52 and I'm just now figuring out that, oh, dang, this is pretty fun. And I wish I would have found this earlier, but, you know, I'm glad I at least found it now. And, you know, a passion that, you know, just 
near and dear to my heart. The whole CrossFit world is pretty dang amazing, but I'm glad I finally found it. 52 feeling 32? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that when I roll out of bed every morning, <laughs> but after a while, like once I get moving and the creek, you know, the, the snapping and the popping and the muscles loosen up, then then I feel pretty good. But yeah, I definitely feel 52 when I wake up in the mornings after some hard workouts, that's for sure. I'm, I'm 42. And I know I, exactly what you just said. Sometimes I'll feel, you know, 30, yeah. 35, somewhere in there, feeling pretty good. But if we have a ball tournament or we have a softball tournament or, you know, we have a hard weekend yeah. of games, Monday morning comes around and it's like, man, I feel I feel like I just got my butt whooped and I do not feel 30 to 35 oh. anymore. <laughs> no, it takes us a little longer now, doesn't it? Yeah. The hot tub is nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. God, I'd love to have one of those. I have learned in the last year or so to give myself a little grace on. I used to train, you know, think I had to be in there every day. But I've learned um, Thursdays and Sundays, I take a, more of a rest day. I'm not in there every day anymore. I do work my gymnastics on Thursdays and Sundays, but I don't train hard. Like, my body just needs those days to recover. So, I have stepped back a little bit that, and it, it means the other days I train much better now that I've realized I actually it benefits me to take days off than it does to work out every day, which we could have done, you know, when we were younger. But now that we're older, we're like, nope, you got to step back and, and recover and rest a little bit too. Does your husband work out with you? He does not. You know, he's not a big, uh, he knows what it is. And especially during the uh, pandemic, when everything was shut down, we did a lot of CrossFit workouts here at home because um, our gym was great about doing some Zoom classes and did some CrossFit stuff um, through the computer and we could watch. Um, but no, he's, he's not a member of the gym. He does work out and he enjoys that, you know, doing his own thing, but he doesn't do the CrossFit stuff. My son does. And he's looking to compete here pretty soon. And he's one of the coaches at the gym. Um, but it's just, just my son and I, that's it. What do you, what is, what is 2021 bringing you? Um, 2020 was canceled, correct? The CrossFit games. Am yep. I, am I saying that it right? Was, yeah. So is, yeah. is 21 on? They say so. I mean, as of right now, it's back to Madison, Wisconsin, that last week of July. They're saying all things are a go right now unless something changes again. Um, I hope not. So we've already had the first um, series of workouts to move on. So the way the games, you want me to explain how to get please, to the game? Please do, because I was going to ask okay. you that. Okay, so you start with what's called um, the Open, the CrossFit Open, and everybody worldwide can sign up for it. And so they have hundreds of thousands of people uh, that sign up, and they, every third, for three weeks, it used to be five weeks, but this year they limited, they made it down to three weeks. So um, every Thursday night, they will announce a workout that everybody that has signed up for the Open will do and they have until Monday at five o'clock to do it and submit their score and everything's online. So they submit their score. Um, and they have, you have to have a certified judge, uh, judge you, which we have quite a few at our gym. You can do an online course, become a certified judge. So, um, for three weeks, we do these, whatever workouts they give us. And then after that, um, in my age category anyway, so from 35 to 60 plus, they have what are called the master's 
um, age groups. And it's every five years. So from 35 to 39 is an age group, 40 to 44, and so on. I'm in the 50 to 54 age group. So I just compete against women in that age group. So after we competed our, our, our after we did all of our workouts and submitted our scores, they take out of, I think we had almost 5,000 worldwide in my age group um, due to open. They take, it used to be only 200 would move on to what's called the um, age group qualifier. Now, this year, they changed it, and they take the top 10% can do it if they want to. So that will be um, about 500 of us could um, move on to the qualifier if we want to. So I finished fifth in that. So the qualifier is kind of like the second round. Um, and that happens May 6th through May 10th. So that's, again, um, it's only one weekend. It's the Thursday through Monday. And on Thursday, they give you all of your workouts that have to be completed by Monday. You only have one weekend to get them done. Um, so it's a little more intense. You have to plan everything out. You have to videotape everything. They give you um, like the specifications for what you're exactly have to do. Like you have to tape off boxes that you can stand in. You have to measure, like we have a rope. We'll have to do rope climbs. You have to measure and show them that your rope is 15 feet high. Um, we'll have hands down push-ups. You have to show them that the box that your hands will be in is 40 by 24. So it's very specific. You have to show a clock while you're doing it. You have to show your certified judge. So anyway, so that gets a lot more intense. Um, and then after that, uh, the top 20 after the qualifier go on to the game. So we kind of have two series of tests to get to the game. It, it sounds that like sense. that's a lot of that's a lot of talking. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I was following along, taking notes. It sounds like just okay. the prep was more stressful than yeah. you actually competing on the on the for you know for the for your tests you had to do. Yes, honestly, sometimes it is. You're like, how do we get this in? Okay, we have to move this over here. We're gonna have to move that machine right here. Okay, how do we transition it? Now we have to measure this. It sometimes it is, but. Like I said before, my gym is awesome, and I have a group for the last two, three years I've been doing this. I have a group of about eight of us, seven other, like, solid humans that we meet that Thursday night every year uh, that they announce the workout, and we plan out my entire weekend that night. We know what event we're going to do. We know who's videotaping. We usually have two people that are videotaping me, so we get just in case one battery goes down or something and we have two different angles. We have somebody judging me. We have somebody uploading everything to the computer. So when they ask for the video submission, we can submit it. I mean, it's, it is kind of intense. And, um, but my team is, they're amazing. And all they want me to do is work out. They take care of everything. That's awesome. They just tell me, you know, when go time is, they say 10 seconds and I better be ready at three, two, one, go. Awesome. How yeah. long do you think you're going to compete for? Well, I had said last year I was going to take a break this year. But then, you know, you get that taste being, you know, number one. And then 24 hours later, they tell you everything's canceled. It just felt like unfinished business, you know. So um, I decided and, and then I was going to step away and give my body a break. But after that happened, I just decided I'm just going to give it one more shot. So. Um, I'm going to try again this year and see how we do. 
and it's funny to say, but, you know, it gets tougher as you get older. Now that I'm kind of middle of the age group, those women that coming from 49 and just turning 50, you know, they have a little advantage because even though it only seems like a couple of years, it's a big advantage, you it know, is. being a little bit younger and yeah. So, um, anyways, I'm just going to try to finish top 20 after the qualifier. I'm going to try to get back to the games again and see how I do. And then I, I, I'll probably step back a little bit next year. Um, I, my family has sacrificed a lot for me too. I've had to say no to a lot of friends, you know, going out to dinner or going to have drinks and, you know, I follow my diet so well and I'm constantly, I'm in the gym training before school and then I go to school and I coach and I go back at night and I train again at night to finish up. And, you know, I, I sometimes don't see my husband until seven, seven thirty at night. And then we're both in bed by eight. So I can get up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning to start it all over again. So, you know, it's not just, I enjoy the training, but my family and friends have given up a lot of time with me to allow me to do it. So I think next year is my time to kind of step back and recover and, and thank them for, you know, taking care of me and just spend some time with them again. One phrase. And then when I turn 55, we'll, we'll try it again. Okay. Oh, how, how, how many age brackets are there? There's, um, all the way up to 65 plus, I think. I know there's a, 55 to 59 and i know that there's a 60 to 64 and i think they added a new age group this year or it might be 60 plus you can be 60 and over and all compete together or it might be 65 plus i'm not sure wow yeah uh last october down in the world series for the msbl uh-huh. i play in the 40 and over uh-huh. and they have uh-huh a 65 and over a 72 and over division down there. So these old, you know, the really old guys, they're still out there playing baseball, pitching from the mound, hitting and running. And it's, it looks like it's in slow motion, but they're still doing it because they absolutely (laughs) love the game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing, right? It is. I mean, just to watch them and it's it's just crazy. I, when we go to competitions and I see people in their 60s still competing in CrossFit and some of the things they do, I'm just, it's inspiring. I'm just amazed that they are still doing it and what they can do with their body and how great of shape, you know, any age can be. Like if you commit to something and just stay disciplined, it's just, they're just incredible people to watch. One phrase that you used that I, abs- and I've used before, I absolutely love it is unfinished business because your mind Mm -hmm. and your heart does not stop. You have a goal and that's what you're, you're going to get that goal. And I absolutely love that phrase that you used. Oh yeah, definitely feels that way. Thank you. I'm going to see what we can do with it. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You are, you are limited. We've, we worked on getting you on here, uh, time wise, but you got family coming over and I, I appreciate you coming on, making the time for me to grill you the way, the way that we have. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh-huh. No worries. Well, I appreciate you asking me. I was a little nervous at first. I didn't know what it was going to take, but it's uh, I appreciate you asking me. Thank you so much. Um, I would like to have you back on, uh, July, August, you know, August, September sometime. Let's talk about how you did in the games. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's get there so I can talk about it. Yes. I like that. Uh, How can we follow, follow along with you? Um, well, CrossFit, uh, CrossFit.com 
um, carries quite a bit of it. They'll have leaderboards, and then come May 6th, the qualifier leaderboards will on there. Will go on there. And if you were following me specifically, you would just go onto the leaderboard and then click on, you know, there's a few filters on there for which category you want to follow. And you would follow women, obviously, and then the 50 to 54 age group. And hopefully you'll see me on the first page. Like, I want to be able to pop up on that first page so you see me going to the games. But uh, there's usually a search bar on there, too, that you can put in uh, Tia Vesser, and it'll kind of tell you how I'm doing or where I'm at. Um, any Instagram or or Facebook page other than your, your personal page, of oh. course. Yeah, not necessarily. Sometimes CrossFit Coeur d'Alene, I'll be on um, their Instagram and their Facebook. They, they, they treat me pretty well and put a lot of my stuff on there. I am not awesome at social media and I should probably do a little bit mm-hmm. more of that, but um, I just have my personal page on Facebook and Instagram both, but CrossFit Coeur d'Alene uh, does me up pretty good. Awesome. I have that written down yeah. and then I'll, I'll add, I'll attach that to the prologue when I publish your, publish your podcast. Okay. So thank you very, very much again. Um, best of luck. Uh, yeah. you know how I feel about you. I think you're a beast. Um, we've played softball uh-huh. several times together and your schedule is, there's no, nothing compares to your schedule of how busy you keep yourself, how dedicated you are. And we never even touched about the food and I'm a food guy. So next time we will we'll definitely have to talk about your, your nutrition and what goes into this. Okay, for sure. We will. Thank you very much. You have a great night. Thanks, Kevin. You too. Mm, 